did you know that the average net profit of a letting agent in the UK is only 11.9%? Why is that, Sally? Talk to me. That's the big question, isn't it? How can we be trading at 11.9% and be 93rd on the list of industries' profitability, which is really low down, whereas in America, it's in our industry is in the top five. Why is that? And I find it fascinating that for so many years, we've operated with such small margins. And that report, actually, the Plimsoll report, is actually based on the top 1,000 letting agents in the UK. So there's going to be people down the list. There is. There, in my experience over the last few years of, of working with letting agents, we're seeing people that are breaking even. Um, myself and Kate, we've had many people sit and cry. They're putting four or £5,000 a month into their business, so they're paying their business to mm. be in business. Um, why is that? How do we do that and how have we allowed this to happen? And there's a few key things I think people need to do to really address that. First of all is understanding where you're at. Um, my experience of the, the SME market, a lot of letting agents really don't understand the numbers and they don't understand how to make the numbers work for them. Is that because they're letting agents in business and not business people who are letting yes. agents? Yes, they're letting the agents classic, first. Oh, yeah. yeah, letting agents first, business people second. To give you an example, um, most letting agents don't understand what they sell. You know, we don't sell cans of beans, we don't sell gold, we don't sell oil. What we sell is time. And yet time is the one thing letting agents allow to run out of the door, be wasted, used mm. and stolen at a rate of knots. I do um, some tenancy manager training. I have a team of tenancy managers that, that come to training. We have about 50, 60 people come at a time. And it's fascinating to listen to the things that those guys are doing. And you'll find I've heard stories such as um, the landlord's decking got damaged, so I went and repaired it myself. Okay. I've had um, fr freezers broken down. They went and got all the food and, and put it in their own freezer. Okay. We've had everybody has okay. described going and cleaning. I mean, what is it with let-only landlord, let-only agents that then actually turn into a managed service at no you see it all the time in the groups, don't you? Well, you do. I mean, let, uh, servicing let-only lambs is a problem, but I actually think servicing the fully managed is worse because letting agents seem to believe that their job is to do anything the landlord asks. Tenancy managers' jobs is just to keep the landlords happy. No matter what they ask, is do it. Now, here's the challenge. First of all, most letting agents are not insured for carrying washing machines on your back down three flights of stairs. We're not insured for waste disposal. We certainly won't be carrying waste disposal licenses in most cases. We're not insured for doing snagging lists on 13 um, bedsit conversions that we're not even managing. But I find our tenancy managers are doing these sort of things because they've been told keep the landlords happy. And this is the big challenge because it's our time, our commodity, the thing that we are selling that is being, you can use the word stolen, utilised, wasted in trying to keep the landlords happy. I challenge people, go to the restaurant that you go to every week and ask them for free chips. You know, go to your accountant and say, could you just do this extra report for me for free because I've been using you for years. Go to a solicitor and try and get a few three hours just talking to them. And yet you will go and spend three hours sitting in an empty property waiting for British gas to turn up because the landlord doesn't want to use your supplier because he's trying to save £10. Why do we do that? And exactly as you just said there, Chris, they're looking from a letting agent head keep landlords happy. They're not talking, talking from a business owner's head. I don't know any other industry in the world that allows their commodity to be wasted at such a degree as we do here. It's scary. 
is that because letting agents have a certain mindset? And how do we change that? I think, um, I think letting agents really do have a service mindset. If you see an estate agency, it's all about sale, the deal, the money, mm. get the money in, get the Very deal in, get it closed, transactional. Yeah, brilliant. Letting agents, oh, we're just going to keep everybody happy and they'll, they'll spend hours, you know, delegating. It's classic relationship marketing. But it do you is. think they're taking it too far? It is too far. It's, it's non-economical. Uh, one of the interesting things that um, I ask people to do is to work out what their hourly rate is. How much does your business need to earn every hour to make the profit you want to make? Not just to cover costs, but to make the profit. Mm. And how much is the price on every individual member of your staff's head? And we work that out. Now, it's anything between £25 and £75 per hour per head. And we say, right now, work out what you want it to be. If you want to go for 50% profitability, you double that. If you want to go for 25% profit, add 50% on. But you work out what you need to charge per head. So when a landlord says to you, can you go and pick the keys up from such and such so-and-so and drop them off so-and-so? Certainly, sir, that'll be £150, so that'll take me two hours. How would you like to pay? All of a sudden, the Ooh, landlord... Hold on a second. People are going, oh, I'm going to lose my landlord now. Absolutely, that's what they think. They think they're going to lose all the landlords, land's going to run for the hill. But here's the thing, they don't. We've been doing this for years across hundreds and hundreds of letting agencies. Because you, you've taught lots of agents to do this. Yeah. Surely it's going to, they're going to run out the door, these landlords, aren't no, they? No, they don't. And that's the belief that they will, but they won't. Then they don't. Because everybody understands we have to pay for service. When did you last get a bill or a, a letter from the service provider, such as electricity, gas, the phone company, saying that it was going up? They're going to be charging more. You look at it, you chunter a little bit, and then you crack on. Because you, if you don't mind me saying, a couple of years ago when the tenant feed ban came in, you... you you created a letter to set for agents to send to their landlords. And I can remember everyone was, if you don't mind me using, shit scared. <laughs> and that's like, I, it's still our Chris. <laughs> of sending this letter. And it's like 99.99% of people just accept it. Yeah. It's you about know. one in a hundred is the actual stats. One in a hundred yeah. will complain. And it's always the one landlord that you were scared of sending it to. They're always the ones that complain. Um, but in reality, if 99 have accepted a 20% increase and one rejects, your quid's in by a massive mile. So the key is here, you've got to ask yourself this question as a letting agent. Are you a business owner or are you a letting agent? And if you want to make money in your business, you want to make profit. And if you want to make money personally as an individual and you want to have a business that serves the people that work in that business and serves future generations and does the things that you want to achieve from business, all those dreams you had when you set oh. up the business, then these are decisions you've got to make. Because we didn't set up our businesses to just to break even, did we? No. And I always use the Sainsbury's analogy. What would Sainsbury's do? Would they allow that can of beans just to walk out the shop? No, you'd probably get arrested. So what you've got to do is work out how much that can of beans costs to get on that shelf, to buy it, the transport, the storage, the time it sits there, all that sort of stuff. And then you work out how much profit you want to make, which I think the supermarkets are around 40%. You add your profit margin on. You'll also add a little bit of, I call it, oops factor, which is some cans are going to get dropped and broken and some will get stolen. So you add in the oops factor of what's going to happen and that's the price you sell it at. Very few letting agents have worked down to that granular level and that's why they're not making profit. Thank you for your time today, Sally. Ladies and gentlemen, Sally Lawson, a letting agent guru, been joining us today uh, and various other videos talking about how to be a better letting agent. Thank you for your time today. You're welcome. Thank you, Chris.